Knowing how to dress nicely is a learning curve. So instead of that, I was like, I need to find a woman who can make me dress nicer. As soon as I made that decision, you were the next woman I came across. I was like, oh, she'll make me look nice. I think I'll shack up with her for the rest of my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you're with me so I can help you buy yeah, your clothes? So you can help my clothes look good, help my wardrobe. Because <laughs> what we wear is a big part of our identity. Yeah, sometimes like what you wear shows like your fears and your aspirations. Mm -hmm. You know, and it kind of leads me to how a woman dresses. Like, who is she dressing for? Is she dressing for attention from men? Is she dressing to impress other women? Is she dressing to feel good about herself? What's your relationship with that? Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Interracial Couple Podcast. Wait, it's not all black and white. My name is Sarah. I'm black. I'm Matthew. I'm white. And this week we are diving right into an mm. issue that comes up at a certain stage in relationships. Yeah. And that would be the influence or the impact that your partner usually your woman in this case, <laughs> would have on your wardrobe and what you wear. Yeah, and what's in your wardrobe and what disappears from your wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have things that have, well, I have things that have disappeared from my wardrobe. But you have more additional things. I do. Well, that have magically shown up in your wardrobe. Yeah, magically, as in we went shopping and I bought them and then I put I them, chose them in my wardrobe. Uh, <laughs> For some people, it can be a thing to be defensive about because what we wear is a big part of our identity. Yeah. You know, we talked about that with hair a couple of weeks ago, but that's still a thing with what we wear. Like, this is what I put out into the world that says something about my personality, both good and also sometimes not so good. Yeah. Sometimes, like, what you wear almost kind of shows, like, your fears and your aspirations. Mm -hmm. But then let's go back into, like, into our relationship and how... We've changed in the way we dress. Well, okay. Well, I'll start with me. I think that something I've always battled with a little bit is this kind of uh, balance between caring enough about what I wear so that I present myself in a way that shows that I respect myself, but also not so much attention that it kind of like becomes a weight on the other side. I never got close to that one, by the way. That was, that was never a problem with over vanity in what I wear. But uh, it's also something that I really wanted to improve on. Like I wanted to look nice, you know? So I think one of the things with it being important to you that was also nice because I could also lean on that a little bit. And I'll also say that the way that you brought bring attention to it is not obsessive. No, I am not obsessive in how I dress. Or how you wanted me to dress, right? And so it was it was something that got attention without being like, I never felt overburdened by your eventual input on my, what I wear. Yeah, so when we first met, I just remember like, I was just like, oh my God, this dude had the ugliest mustache that... But that's not fair because that was not clothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was not but part the, of my wardrobe. No, but the mustache went with like your wardrobe, which was not good at all. No, you weren't a fan. I was not a fan no. of the way you chose to do the mustache and what like what you. It, it was a pretty like banging mustache. That mustache was for real. That was like a Wyatt Earp mustache. That was the kind of thing that men 
loved and women not so much. Like even like right before I got, I, I did shave it off for the woman that I love. And right before I did, I said, you know, I'm going to make sure that my driver's license has my big stash on it. And almost everywhere we went for like oh for the, the three or four weeks before, uh, after we started dating and before I shaved my mustache, always got a compliment. In fact, the first time we went out for drinks, uh, we were sitting at the bar and this guy kind of bumped me a little bit when he was getting up and he was like, oh, sorry, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> Nice stash. <laughs> I know. I was like, don't encourage him. And then, like, right before I was going to shave it, I knew I wanted to get a license. That way, I would have five year proof of this great stash that I had since I knew <laughs> that this was the woman who I was going to be with and she didn't like it. So I was going to have to go, but I wanted to keep a little memorabilia of it. What a better place to do that than on my driver's license. So I went in for my new picture. And I, you know, I kind of like forgot a little bit. I'm standing, I kind of go up to the guy who takes the pictures. He's like, dude, that is a really <laughs> good mustache. <laughs> I'm like, well, thank you. I'm going to appreciate know. all these compliments from men. The guys <laughs> loved it. I was just like, no. But no, I, I was glad that I wasn't the only woman who didn't like it. No, you weren't the only woman who didn't like it. Um, but there were women who liked it. I just chose, you know, of all the women I could have chosen, I chose the one who did not like my mustache. <laughs> so I'm glad I'm not dealing with a mustache anymore. But I actually do like, like, the way now you dress, you know? You The way I dress my face? <laughs> no, I always liked your face. Oh. That was never an issue. I love you. <laughs> but the way you also dressed in the beginning, remember the shoes? The shoes, the shoes were a problem. That was my oh biggest. My, my biggest problem was my shoes because actually, when I, when I like moved into my own place finally, and I was like setting up my life the way I wanted to, um, like I made my house really nice. Your house was your apartment was really yeah, nice. It was I'm, clean. It wasn't like clean. it was. It was very clean. It was a minimalist. Yeah, but I had everything I needed. It was an aesthetic that I really liked, and I was kind of getting around to what I was going to wear. But I had decided. That I actually even thought, you know, working in the film industry, uh, I have, you know, friends who are costume designers and costumers and stuff. And I was like, I was actually going to, right before we met, I was thinking, you know, I think I'm just going to ask my friend Brittany, uh, who's a fantastic costume designer, can we go shopping together? Or can I just like pay you to go to the store, get things you think will look good on me, and then I will try them on whatever I don't like, I'll just bring back. Because that's what we do when we're making a movie, right? Just like she'll go and she'll get a ton of costumes and wardrobe and she goes all over the place and you buy them and then you try them on your actors, you see what works, show it to the director, all that kind of stuff. You kind of get a feel. And so I was like, I need to do that for me because every time I go in, it's like, it's not only what you have on its own, but how is it going to look on you? How does it match with other things that, other you, things that you wear? And honestly, part of my lack of having a good style was that I didn't really have the time or the energy to go through that learning curve, right? Because knowing how to dress nicely is a learning curve, right? I mean, like you went through that and even like, like your sister, for example, right? She lives on the you know, east side of Nairobi and she always looks fantastic yeah, on, I... on, on a budget that, I mean... She's got a tight, tight budget and looks fantastic. But she fantastic looks fantastic because she knows what to look for. Right. So she's kind of like, and that's a skill, right? That's a skill. She has a really amazing skill in choosing what to, to buy. I don't have that. And so for me, it was like every time I went to the store, I would get overwhelmed because I wasn't quite sure and it wasn't a skill I wanted to hone. So instead of that, I was like, I need to find a woman who 
can make me dress nicer. And you were just, as soon as I made that decision, you were the next woman I came across. I was like, oh, she'll make me look nice. I think I'll shack up with her for the rest of my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you're with me so I can help you buy your, so you buy your help, clothes? So you can help my clothes look good. Help my wardrobe. That's that's. I am so happy <laughs> to have to have the honor of buying your clothes because I am so happy that you you do not wear the shoes that you had. But I will say that if we're talking about like, even if you look at the different stages in the relationships, one of those is when can you say something? When can you kind of, you know, ease into that? Because you can't like on the first date say, you know what? I like you a lot, but we got to do something about this whole get up. (laughs) No, no, no. It's not at that stage. I think it has to be like, you have to be in a relationship where it's kind of like a couple months in, I would say. Like, you, I don't. I don't even know if it's months or it's like. It could be. It could be. That. It could be it, less. Yeah, than that. It depends on like how. I'm not sure what what there is a stage there. I don't think it's the first couple of weeks, but there is a stage in the relationship where you're like feel more comfortable into being like, hey babe, I don't, I don't think you look good in that. <laughs> so we actually, you know, or no, that's the opposite. Actually, it's not. I don't think you look good in that, which is actually what you did. We just had a good enough. We had enough of a good rapport early on that we could do this. I think one of the 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 things that comes up in in the healthy relationship is how do you balance the, uh, you know, like not controlling but helping. And someone asked me for advice the other day um, because her boyfriend, she hadn't seen him for a couple weeks, and he had grown. Uh, just hadn't shaven and he had a, a scruffy beard that he was really like happy with and she thought it looked terrible. She was like, what do I do with it? Like, it's, he's so proud of it. I don't want to <laughs> say anything, um, but I need to say something because it looks terrible and it's embarrassing. And I was like, you know, rather than saying you don't like it, you say what you do like. Say, so you know what? You know what? I love it when you've got like a really like clean shaven, like close beard or like, like a, a well-trimmed beard. Then you say what you like instead of what you don't like. And that that can be a whole lot more beneficial. I so, know. And so the next time we saw them was like, I was like, she was like, he did. Like, I'm so happy. It looks so good on him. Like, yeah. And I was like, keep saying how much you like it. Right. You yeah. know? And so even with. Because like, it's what, true. Like not even keep saying it, but it, it's true. Like she just likes it, you know, yeah. short. Yeah. She's more in love, more. It's, it's it more exciting. Good. Yeah. You know? And so I gave him with my shoes. You, I don't think you. Like now. Okay. Okay. There were three. I had three pair of shoes that I wore semi-regularly when we got together. Yeah. Three and pair. when we first started dating, we lived close to each other. So sometimes I would come over and we'd go on an evening walk after dinner and you'd come out <laughs> with his shoes that had a hole <laughs> well i just have to say for the record it, they did have a hole because i had bought them a long time ago while i was still a student so i didn't have a lot of money these shoes were 13 years old they were and they were but they were nice leather shoes but they're nice had... with a hole like i don't <laughs> I don't think those two things go together. Let's put it this way. Their time had come and gone. And we were definitely in the gone phase of that. Gone, gone, gone. So, But I have to say, I did not wear them like anywhere where I was going to be seen by someone that I cared that they, I mean, you. You, but, you were but, going on a walk with me. Yeah. And by we, that, this by that was point, like, clearly I was confident enough in who I am as a human being that I could come out with shoes with 
my toes sticking out <laughs> because when I bought them, uh, they were a little bit too small, but they were really comfortable anyway. And eventually my toe was just like, I need a little bit more room. Great shoes. Let's make a little more room. Uh, and so those you could also crit- like come out straight up and be like, dude, no. No, but I didn't do that. Uh, no, at one point you're like, you, you cannot I, wear those I, when you go on a walk with me. That's I what did. you said. You said those, I like get rid of those. And I was like, no, like they're good for like taking out the trash and things like that. Fine. For taking out the trash, you may not go on a walk with me in those shoes. I was like, no, I just said dating this guy and he comes up with shoes that have a hole. I was like, no, this is where it stops. So with that, I was, yeah. But then with my other shoes, which were actually probably worse, like because those, so at least I, if you I was look like, at them. The thing was like, I couldn't ask you to get rid of the shoes that had a hole in them and then ask you to get rid of like your other two pairs of ugly shoes. So the, and the other ones were actually worse because at least the ones that had holes in them, if you look at them, you're like, oh, those were nice in their day, right? They actually were yeah. nice in their day. The other ones were never nice in any day. <laughs> and yet I wore those. Why did you wear those though? Which ones? The brown ones or my other Skechers? The Skechers. The like... Skechers were bad. You know, going back, they were almost good. But also, I always in shoes put comfort above appearance, which... But you can get both, you know? You can. You can. Um, I had never fully succeeded in doing that. And I also just needed some... I just needed you in my life. That's really what it comes okay. down to. But I never actually felt like a control issue for me. And I didn't feel like you ever put me down for having... By the way, I'm just going to interrupt this moment real quick. If anyone's watching this... Uh, you know, we live in, in West Sonoma County. There are, we look out our window and there are cows and it's beautiful. Uh, we go on morning walks and buy farms and stuff. It's great. For some reason, the last couple of days, it's like fly season in, in, in coastal California. I don't know why. So if you're watching and you see, see a fly flying by, just think of Mike Pence and the, and his debate with Kamala Harris. Um, and you'll be like, Oh, that's cool. They also have pet pet flies just like Mike Pence. Um, so anyway, sorry, I just wanted to uh, bring that up, but, uh, I never felt like it was criticized because even with my ugly shoes at a certain point, you say, you know what? Like, I think you even said this, you know, you're such a good looking guy. I want you to have like really nice looking shoes. And you know what? Now, rather than feeling like you had criticized my terrible choice in shoes, you were elevating my entire appearance by suggesting that I deserve to have really nice boots. And so you what know, did we do? We went out and bought really nice boots. You know, one thing, we know one thing I learned from my grandmother is about how you can say the same words, but with a different tone of voice, it's something different. So rather than sounding like it's a, like I'm criticizing you, I can use the same word, but from a place of love and you hate from a right, place like of love. You need new shoes or you need new shoes. shoes. Like, like you are a good looking, you're, yeah. you're a good looking guy. You, you work hard. You deserve a nice pair of boots. Let's go find some nice boots for you. I don't know about deserving, but you. Yeah, that's probably not the word we not, would use is no. deserving. You deserve whatever you tolerate. What a- <laughs> Topic for another time. But so we've talked about the way you dress. What about the way have the way I dress changed since we started dating? You know what? Only not a lot, actually. Today, Um, you helped me decide what I was going to wear because I would never I was wearing a I'm wearing a green dress inside and it's cold. 
And I was just like, you know what? I'm kind of feeling cold. I'm just going to put on my black jacket on top. And you were like, where the pink sweater? And I was like, pink, pink and, and green. green? To which I replied, pink and green actually look very nice together. So I would never on my own choose this. This yeah. is not an outfit that I would go for. So here's the thing. I also, you know, I do have aesthetic taste um, that I think is not bad. But to translate it to myself was difficult. So when you're trying, when you're getting dressed, you're like, what looks better, this, this, or this? Most of the time, I, if you know, I will be fairly clear on what my preference is or what I think looks better if I actually have a preference. Problem is, you actually have a very nice wardrobe and you also look very good. So you'll put on three things and you say, like, how does this look? And I say, you look amazing. And then you come back and try something else. And you're like, what about this? I'm like, you look amazing. And, and then, it's, it's so frustrating. And then you stop believing me. You're like, you yeah. don't believe me. I'm like, wait, you just, you you have a lot of nice clothes. You dress nicely I have and a you disclaimer. look beautiful. I have a disclaimer about my clothes. So my best friend has really nice clothes. And I get a hand-me-down from my best friend. Right. It's not like you get many used clothes from her either. It's more no. like, I wore it once, not quite for me. And rather than taking the time to go... To return the store it. to return it. She's I'll like, just give I'm, it to Sarah. I'm just giving it to Sarah. So I've been so lucky that I get really nice stuff from her. She's a little bit skinnier than I am. Not a little. She's very skinny than I am. And I'm not skinny. So some things like jeans, we don't share. But dresses and sweaters. But I, you know, you also do something where you dress with a, generally with, with color. From what I've gathered is that American women tend to go more towards blacks and less color. And because you go color, yeah. it's something that somebody bought and was like, that was great. Like even if we go to secondhand stores, which is part of like a belief system of rather than more fast fashion and cheap, you know, maybe nicely designed clothes. But Yeah, made, so if I don't get my clothes from my friend, I will go to a secondhand store and yeah. that's where I will buy my stuff. Um, but I was going to say that color things of color, people will buy those and then not wear them as much as they would like their black pants or their whatever. So yeah. therefore, you can go and get nice dresses and skirts that look fantastic on you. I have a, I had a rule in my 20s where it's like I would not wear anything that was dark, like black or gray or like not colorful, like on top. I just felt like it didn't do me justice. Yeah. I was just like, I want like, I want colorful. I'm also African. I just kind of felt like what I bring is color. And so I don't wear anything that's like, I will not combine gray and black at all. So it's like either I'm wearing colorful pants or like mostly like just something that's plain and something that's colorful. Yeah think there would have been a time in my life when sort of pushed towards wearing one thing or another I might have gotten defensive about or felt like there was a control and I think that's one thing that you brought up before we started was when you have input in that way it can be easy for that to become controlling right or for another person to feel controlled uh, or for a sort of a letting go of a certain amount of autonomy um, and I think as men, too, there's often, and certainly not always, but often, uh, and I guess I should say, uh, at least as heterosexual men, um, a sense of sometimes if I put too much into my appearance, does that mean I care too much about something that is a little bit like superficial or whatever? And I feel like kind of coming up to the, with that balance is is important and also 
like actually how we do, you know, what that's like so that it's not a controlling thing. Oh, my wife's making me wear this yeah. or, you know, my wife's taking me shopping or I see men sometimes who are just like, I don't do my shopping. My wife does my shopping as though that's sort of a release of any autonomy or, or, or whatever. And I don't think it has to be that way, but I think it's also important to bring awareness to that, you know? Yeah. I think for me, even that awareness of like having that balance was like when it comes to makeup, until I was like 30, I didn't put on makeup because I didn't want to feel like before I go to the store that makeup was really controlling like what I had to do. So I was just like, I didn't have a good balance. And I was, I was just like, I'm not going to put on makeup. But then there's a good balance of like, I can put on a little bit of makeup and that doesn't have to like control, you know, mm, how I right. feel all the time. There, there's a place and time to put on makeup and there's a place not to put on yeah. makeup. You know, and it kind of leads me to another thing that I see sometimes, which is this kind of thing of like how a woman dresses, like who is she dressing for? Is she dressing for attention from men? Is she addressing to impress other women? Is she addressing to feel good about herself? What's your relationship with that? I really dress to make myself feel good. You know, so, and I realized this when I was in college and I was just like on days where I was like not feeling like, amazing I would put on some heels you know I would put on like days where I woke up when I'm like I'm not inspired today I'm not inspired to go to work I would rather stay in bed that morning I made sure that I put on some makeup I put on some heel and I dressed nice was I doing for anyone else no I was doing it for myself yeah. because I wanted to feel good you know I wanted to feel good in like make my, myself feel good on days where I didn't have that internal inspiration. And those days happen all the time. So yeah. when people say like, I'm dressing for a man, I don't know, maybe some women do, but I think majority of women really actually are dressing to feel inspired, yeah. you know? And sometimes like, I feel like I dress nice when we go out on a date because I want to feel good sometimes on a date. Sometimes you, you do dress nice when you go out on a date and you want me to dress nice because yeah. you want me to look good next to you. But even there are times like, you know, we work from home. So very often I, I could literally be working in my underwear most of the day if I wanted to, um, unless I'm, unless it's in front of my yeah. podcast, in which case I could just be in my underwear <laughs> on the bottom and you wouldn't know, um, <laughs> you can't see that. Um, uh, so we'll just leave that up to your imagination yeah. to decide. But like there are times where business isn't going well, if I'm feeling a little frustrated, I actually get dressed and put on, like I'll clean the bottom of my shoes. We don't wear shoes inside. So I'll like clean the bottom of my nice boots and I put on my nice boots and I get dressed up nicely and I come and I sit even at the kitchen table if that's where I'm working or I sit at my desk and say, you know what, I'm going to dress myself. And it does have an impact on how I feel. For it does sure. have an impact. Yeah. I sometimes wake up and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to dress like I'm going to the office next to the kitchen table <laughs> <laughs> because it makes me feel good. Yeah. I really don't think that I dress for anyone else. I think I dress based on how I'm feeling and inside. One of the things that you kind of taught me or one of the things I learned in being with you is that I feel differently based on the way I dress. And sometimes it's not major. Sometimes it's very subtle, but subtle things over a long period of time have a big impact. They do. Um, you know, and it, and even the attention that I give to it is saying, you know, like I care about myself so that I, to the point where I'm going to present myself in the best way possible. And I think that that's important, you know. Yeah, that's really important. So by the way, we'll take a little sort of moment here to say 
Thank you for listening to our podcast and tuning into The Interracial Couple. As you know, we record every week. We release on Tuesdays. And the podcast is available pretty much wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Stitcher or... On our website, too. You can go check out our website. Theinteracialcouple.com. Find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash theinteracialcouple, and pretty much most places on social media that way as well. We'd love a little bit of love wherever you listen to your podcasts or if it's on YouTube. If you can give us a thumbs up, a five star, we would appreciate that and make sure to subscribe. No, just email us with a feedback of how we're doing. We've been doing this for what, nine months now? We're nine months in, yeah. We're nine months in. So give us some love, give us some feedback. Yeah, we keep growing strong. We're, we're building slowly by slowly. And also really kind of looking at what are the best ways to make sure that we are speaking to, you know, our audience's questions, needs. And so the feedback that we get, the notes that we get, you know, we do Facebook lives and we get questions and thoughts from people there too. um, And messages that we get, those things help us be more informed for how we, we share and what we bring to the podcast. So um, absolutely be in touch and, um, Yeah, thank you for being with us. Thank you for being with us, and we'll see you next week. All right, bye-bye.